improving your mental health. This will be a great topic of discussion today on the podcast, on the Physique Formation podcast with your host, Denver Stain. Um, I don't have an intro. I really should work on that. But anyways, improving your mental health. This is crucial. This is obviously, from my perspective, simple tips to improve your mental health, but also very, very effective tips to improve your mental health. So pay attention. I'm going to run through, maybe we'll go through maybe 10. Let's do 10 tips for your mental health to improve your mental health. And, you know, it's quite common that people will focus on their physical health to a large degree and neglect their mental health. And, you know, with society these these days, or for a long time now, it seems like it's frowned upon to be open about improving or working on your mental health, but it's completely accepted to go to the gym every day or go for a run or, you know, play some kind of sport, and that's encouraged. And people talk about mental health, and it seems to be a little bit of, you know, a sensitive topic, or people don't want to discuss it. Um... So yeah, like let's just talk about ways to improve your mental health and not dive into anything in specific in regards to different types of mental health issues, but this is going to be straightforward to the point, things you can do right now from today, from tomorrow to make some changes in your life. And these are things that I do personally myself and have seen some amazing results from it. So the first thing you want to think about is exercising regularly now that's obviously that's a very obvious one right everyone knows exercise is gonna improve you know well first of all like let's keep it like factual regular physical activity of any kind has been shown to improve you know your mood um, and reduce symptoms of anxiety and depression so it can also help with reducing your stress improving your sleep and increasing your self-esteem exercise is amazing. I once worked with a client who was a surgeon and he was telling me that exercise, regular exercise reduces the risk of most uh, diseases basically. I think he said most diseases or most uh, like just medical issues basically by 50%. If you exercise regularly, your risk of heart disease and various other, you know, issues is reduced by 50%. So that's actually, that in itself is amazing. And when he told me that, I was kind of blown away, to be honest. This is many years ago. This is probably like seven, eight, nine years ago now. But I was like, wow, that's incredible. The simple act of moving your body, you know, in a regular manner has so many benefits and obviously like life-changing benefits as well. So exercising regularly is obviously top of the list first thing we have to think about second thing we should be thinking about is getting in getting in enough sleep uh again i'm going to use another example here i read about a study where they sleep deprived people on purpose and they forced them to stay awake every time they wanted to go to sleep they would wake them up you know and this obviously would cause anyone to become irritated uh and, and angry and whatever else all different emotions but what they identified or what they noticed was that uh, a lack of sleep for these individuals caused signs and symptoms that were the same as uh, having depression or anxiety basically and had they not known that these people were sleep deprived 
they very well could have prescribed them various, you know, anxiety or depression medications or protocols or whatever it might have been, when in reality, all they needed was sleep. So when I heard that, for me personally, I was like, okay, that's that's a easy no-brainer. If you have these kind of symptoms, then make sure your sleep is on point because it's really good for your mental health and your overall well-being. So ideally, we want to be pushing for seven to eight hours or seven to nine hours even of sleep per night and try to establish a sleep routine where you're going to bed at a similar time each night and you're waking up at a similar time each day. Uh, that would be the best approach. Create some routine in life. Actually, creating routine in life in general is amazing for your mental health because it can give you this sense of purpose. Um, you can kind of... Uh, comp- you know what? I was going to say a word. I don't know how to say it, so I'm going to skip that one. Uh, you can just kind of break your day up with different things to focus on, right? So you're not overwhelmed, which is very important. So getting in enough sleep, crucial. Third thing we should be focusing on to improve our mental health is eating a healthy diet. So eating a balanced diet that is rich in like fruits and vegetables, lean proteins, whole grains, uh, you know, all these great nutrient-providing foods can really help to improve your mood, reduce symptoms of depression and anxiety as well, and obviously give you energy. And when you have more energy, you just feel better, right? You have that coffee in the morning, you feel better for a period of time. Food is going to make you feel better for a longer period of time. It's going to nourish your body. It's going to give you the building blocks we need to build muscle and to feel energetic and feel alive and um, have good overall health. So a healthy diet and your mental health is definitely connected. The next thing I suggest doing is practicing mindfulness. So there's mindful mindfulness techniques such as like meditation or yoga, uh, even doing like deep breathing. These things can really, again, help to reduce your stress levels and improve your mental well-being. So for me personally, I like to do uh, mindful meditation in the mornings, 10 minutes using just you know an app basically and just listening to the app on different topics each day it's a really good way to start my day and it helps you to just slow down sometimes I would wake up and think to myself I got 10 things I have to do today plus this plus check my emails plus Instagram plus Facebook plus text messages plus meal prep get to the gym so many things you have to think about right and you just want to go 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 and get it all done as soon as possible when you wake up and you force yourself to just stop meditate, focus, it really sets the tone for the day to help you to relax and stay grounded and focused and and not be overwhelmed. So it took me a long time to be able to do that because I would typically wake up and check my email straight away and get straight into work mode quite a few years ago and then I started doing mindful meditation and it actually made a huge difference to my, um, to my I guess my mindset, right? So and my mental health. So it just made me feel a lot less overwhelmed and a lot more just at ease. So great idea with um, practicing mindfulness. And you can also do this just even when you're having lunch, right? Or dinner, you just sit there and chew your food slower and just sit like meditate in that moment. That can also be really effective as well, just to slow your brain down and just, you know, slow down your thoughts basically. Another great tip is to connect with other people. So I guess what's that? That's five tips now. So number five, connect with other people. You know, spending time with friends and family and building social connections can really help to reduce feelings of loneliness and isolation. And you know, to add to this, 
they, because, you know, we went through lockdown periods in Australia and all around the world, and that caused people to obviously not feel very good with their mental health. Uh, when you think about jail, right, and someone's done something really bad, what do they do? They put them in isolation. They put them by themselves for a period of time, and they're just stuck there with their thoughts, basically. And it's been said that isolation is the highest level of, uh, what is the word that I'm looking for now? It's just like, basically, it's not good for you, right? So isolation is the highest form of torture, I guess. I guess that's not the word I'm looking for, guys, but there is there is like pretty much the highest level of penalty, basically, when it comes to jail is isolation because nobody wants to feel isolated. And if you find yourself isolated and lonely, then it can definitely have uh, issues with your mental health. So connecting with others, spending time with people, and building these social interactions, social connections, whether it's, you know, group fitness classes or it's just hanging out with people for coffee or just having friends in different areas of your life can really improve your overall well-being uh, and your overall happiness. Number six, I would say find healthy ways to cope with your stress. So if you can identify like different sources in your life that are causing you to be stressed, Right, you want to figure out healthy ways to cope with them. Uh, sometimes it's journaling, right? Sometimes it's practicing yoga or meditation, like I said before, or talking to a friend as well. Just finding ways, healthy ways to manage to cope with stress. Maybe sometimes it's creating downtime, forcing yourself to have downtime. You know, when I work with my clients, I, I often give them some stress management protocols if I feel like they need it. And I might say to them, hey, like, I want you to have a bath this week or I want you to go for a walk for 20 minutes this week in the sun to get some vitamin D as well, which is also going to help with your mood um, and your general well-being. Or I want you to read a book this week or I want you to connect with someone. Just something different to break up your week and take you away from your thoughts and anything that might be stressing you out. And doing this on a regular basis where you have a bit of self-care time, I feel like it's super beneficial and a great way to manage your stress, you know, across the weeks and uh, your entire life. Number seven would be get professional help, right? So like if you're struggling with mental health issues, like don't hesitate to seek professional help. Getting like a therapist or a counselor, uh, you know, or even a psychiatrist can really help to provide support and the tools you need to improve these things. So sometimes we do these basics and um, that we can actually do by ourselves and things still don't feel amazing. It does take time. It does take time. But if you're in a position where you feel like you're ticking the boxes, you're doing everything that I'm talking about and you're still not quite where you want to be, then maybe you do need to, or maybe you will benefit from seeking professional help. And, uh, you know, I think everybody in the world could benefit from that in certain phases in their life. I know there's been times in my life where I've seen a therapist for certain things and they have absolutely helped me to navigate scenarios and, um, you know, just problem solve and figure out what's best for me and my mental health. Uh, and I think that's really beneficial and, and important. So number eight would be to learn to manage your time better. Time management is so important. Uh, sometimes people get angry at me because I don't reply to their Instagram messages or I don't even open Instagram you know, for quite a few hours or I haven't replied to text messages or things like that. But managing your time is key. And when you know you've only got a certain amount of time in your day for certain tasks and you've got certain things that are priorities to you and they have to be done, 
you want to minimize distractions and just focus on those things and get them done so you know i guess that comes down to uh having boundaries i guess which could be an extra point actually um and and time management just knowing what's important to you and not feeling the pressure of giving in to you know pouring your cup out to everybody else and then having nothing left for yourself so it's definitely important to manage your time and with that i would suggest like setting realistic goals day to day and also having a schedule for yourself as well that would make a huge difference number nine would be practicing gratitude and positive thinking now there's also something called like positive affirmations where you know you say positive things to yourself in the mirror or you just think about these things and I always say thoughts become things. I heard that quite a long time ago um, at a motivational seminar, I think it was, and it makes sense because the more you think about things, uh, the more your brain is kind of wired towards those things, the more you focus on those things, they actually become real because you start to shift your actions and decisions towards that outcome. Uh, so positive thinking is important. I cannot stand negative uh, self-talk and negative thinking and just negativity in general I just cannot deal with it at all because positive thinking can and or negative thinking I should say can really just shift your mood your mindset your focus and throw you off track so focusing on being positive thinking positive and being grateful for what you have being grateful for everything that you have can really set the tone uh, to improve uh, your mental health by actually making you feel like you've got more going for yourself, making you feel a little bit more uh, content in life or happy or proud of where you are in life and just stop makes you stop and realize like uh, things could be worse in a lot of cases for a lot of people. So, uh, you know, practicing gratitude and positive thinking has also been shown to reduce the symptoms of anxiety and depression as well. So anxiety and depression keep coming up a lot and that's obviously linked to mental health in a lot of different ways. Uh, a lot of the time, it's probably the two most popular mental health um, considerations. It's always anxiety or depression that seems to be the most uh, talked about issues around mental health. So these points that I'm making will definitely help in that regard. So, uh, you know, do your thing, try to get through these this list and, um, you know, make some changes to improve your overall life. I'm working with a client right now uh, who the, our sole focus is to minimize alcohol consumption. And by doing that, we're seeing an improvement in their energy levels, an improvement in their libido. We're seeing an improvement in their mindset and their mental health and a reduction in anxiety. So, you know, we could add alcohol, like avoiding alcohol to this list um, to improve your mental health, avoiding alcohol and recreational drugs or really minimizing the use of these things can also uh, improve your mental health. And I would say it would improve because you're going to get enough, you're going to get more sleep. You're going to be healthier in general, obviously. Um, and yeah, like I definitely think it's the sleep part makes a huge difference. So if you're out partying all the time, your sleep's not going to be great. Your diet's probably not going to be great as well. And you can see how that would cancel out other things which improve your mental health. Uh, but I think that's probably 10 now, but let's just do one more because I did mention it earlier. And it would be setting boundaries and learning how to say no, which is so important because 
you know, if you if you say yes to everything in life, you can definitely become very stressed. Um, sometimes you won't even get things that you need to get done done because you're focusing on the wrong thing and you're saying yes to everyone who wants to take from you all the time. Like I said earlier, people get angry at me that I don't open or reply to Instagram messages as frequently as they would like me to. That's me setting a boundary. That's me saying no. There's certain hours in the day that I refuse to look at my laptop or anything work-related because when I do look at that stuff, I want to be energized, focused, have a clear mindset, and be really driven um, you know, and ready to do those things, not just constantly thinking about it throughout the day, uh, which is something I used to do a lot, actually, which I'm so glad that I've set that boundary to avoid that. But, uh, you know, you want to stick to going to events and things that with, that align with your values and your goals and minimize putting yourself in positions that just cause unnecessary stress. And I really think that setting boundaries in your life can make all the difference in that regard. So kept it nice and simple for you guys, kept it under 20 minutes, which is fantastic. And hopefully you got something positive from this podcast. If you have any questions on it, you can email me at physique.formation at gmail.com. And of course, you can follow me on Instagram as well at Coach Denver Stain. And I will speak to you guys soon.